Hi, I'm JT White, author, digital native, and product person, obsessed with trying to find out how to make digital products and the people that make them the best we possibly can. This is Build for Better. My guest today is me. Hi, I'm the problem, it's me. Happy Thanksgiving episode. So I was originally thinking like, you know what, like, do I do any episode or not? And I decided I would uh, only because I, you know, I am thankful for a lot of stuff. And and I had one sort of very specific thing I thought I could talk about. Ideally, I hope that not a lot of people are listening to podcasts this particular week. I hope that, uh, you know, today being Thursday and Friday and this weekend that everybody is off either with their friends or family or maybe just by themselves taking some solace in nature or whatever whatever your thing is. Uh, but I wanted to bring up this idea of being thankful and what it means to me as I go through this sort of podcast journey and also just what I think of it in general, uh, which doing a podcast by yourself around this is like pretty self-indulgent, but I also feel like uh, there's nothing like indulging on the Thanksgiving holiday, so feels fine. So thankfulness is a really big part of my practice as a human. It hasn't been always. Uh, for a long time, I actually think it was probably the opposite. I spent most of my time not thankful. Uh, but, you know, for whatever reason, since I, you know, I'd like to pretend I meditate every day. Uh, I don't. I intend to every day. Uh, it doesn't always occur. What I do have is I have a, a practice of grateful, of being grateful. And there's a difference between grateful and thankful. Um, and I thought it was, it, it kind of spawned this idea in me, right? So this idea of being grateful for me every night before bed, I try to dive into the day and the things that I'm grateful for. And, you know, when I first started it, which was a quite a number of years ago now, uh, four years ago now, I think, I... Originally, it was kind of like very vapid. It was like every night it was like, I'm grateful for my family and for the world and for oxygen. And it was very sort of vapid. Like I think I was just trying to do a thing that I think you were supposed to do is have a, a, a grateful practice. Um, since then, it has turned into something much more specific. I now take real time throughout the day to try to spend energy in finding moments that were very specific to that day that I was very grateful for. And sometimes thankful because there is a difference, right? Like I'm grateful that I have my health. I'm thankful that so-and-so did a thing for me in that particular day. And the word I think gets used interchangeably a lot. So I'll probably do the same thing throughout the rest of this ramble. But I think this idea of a, you know, this idea of having like a mindfulness practice is a thing that I've tried and I aspire to that, you know, I'm, I'm good at in some ways and others. Having a grateful component to that, I think is really good. It's very centering because it kind of can land you on when you've had days that aren't great or you've made like, you know, like recently I had a day where I just felt like I made a lot of mistakes as a parent. And I was like, oh man, but you know, you're sort of like, I was very thankful that day that my kids gave me the benefit of the doubt and still loved me at bedtime, right? So on this Thanksgiving, I thought it would be interesting to kind of talk a very little bit about what that practice looks like functionally for me 
and also some ways that it has helped me professionally, some ways that it has hindered me professionally, and just some ways that I think are are interesting to talk about. So ways that it's helped me very specifically is through relationship building with just people in general, right? This idea of being grateful and, and, and being grateful for the opportunity. I feel like those two words come together a lot. And I actually think it's good. I think it is fair. Like a lot of the times, you know, look, there's going to be conflict in every relationship you have. And if it's not, it's not a particularly deep relationship, unfortunately. So with work, you know, like, you know, I work at a very lean startup where everybody has a lot of stuff. There's conflict, like it happens. But what I find myself trying to do when I'm my best self is being very grateful that I have the kind of conflict I have and being thankful that the conflict I have is with these people who appreciate me and understand me and know me and are willing to give me the grace on the days that I'm not as strong as I'd like to be. And also that, you know, I then can do the same for them. Like that is a thing that I I think makes a big difference and is really healthy because even a missed conflict or, you know, even just like a, you know, just you have days like that where it just feels overwhelming. The ability to take a step back and say, you know what, I'm really grateful that these are my problems is really helpful. Another way is when you look at the larger ecosystem of the things that you're building. And this is one that I struggled with for a while in some previous life. I can say very honestly right now that I'm grateful that I get to build the kind of thing that I'm building. Like, I love what we're trying to do. I love the thing I'm trying to fix. Because fundamentally, every digital product should be fixing a problem, right? Even if that problem's boredom, like whatever the problem is. So for me, I'm extraordinarily grateful that I care about the thing that I'm trying to fix and that it brings me joy when it works for people. I can tell you that like that was not always the case for me. Like I have worked on stuff that I, you know, I don't think I've ever worked on anything I thought was bad, but I've definitely worked on stuff that I was like wildly indifferent about. And I I wasn't super grateful for that. And I think in, inherently I probably wasn't my best self because of it. And that's a bummer. Like that's a real bummer to be in that space. So let's use that for the ways that I've seen it sort of like where it has gotten in my way. And that's a very specific use case. I was so grateful for a long time to be doing anything. <laughs> like to, to afford myself the life that I wanted. And I could tell myself that I was grateful for doing that. And it worked. I was happy with it. I was like pumped. But the the truth is, is that I was grateful for the wrong thing because I, I wasn't enjoying the work. I wasn't fulfilled. It wasn't meaningful to me. And while I, because I was grateful for the outcome of it, right, which was a, a lifestyle and a, a paycheck, which by the way, super important things, like not dogging them, need those. But also, you know, there was a lot of stuff that because I was taking that very high level, grateful approach and thankful approach, I, I kind of was missing the the point, which was that even though I was doing those things and it was leading to an end game that I was happy with, fundamentally, I actually wasn't really doing the work I wanted to be doing. 
And by the way, it's a very blessed place to live, to be able to even have that moment of reflection, and that is not lost on me. But I do think it's something I wish someone told me earlier, that while you can be grateful for the position that you've put yourself in, don't let that shroud the other things that you want out of your day and your the moments that you get to exist in in your life. Because you can sort of use grateful as a blanket, right? You can use thankful as a blanket too. Oh man, this person did this for me. That's true. And you can be thankful they did it, but also don't forget the the reason they did it. Like sometimes people do things for you that you're like, oh, I'm really thankful. That was really nice. And then you realize that actually there was ulterior motives. It's okay. You can still be thankful they did a thing, but sort of like zoom out sometimes and make sure you're looking at the larger picture. Because again, grateful and thankful is a blanket. Sometimes you can go, well, they did that thing. I'm really thankful they did that thing. So I guess I guess my my thought ends there. And it probably shouldn't, right? It should keep going. Lastly, I think sort of just to like cover off on what is a gratefulness and what is what is a thankful practice look like at work? So where I grew up and how I grew up was, and listen, I mean, I'm, I'm a fringe millennial, right? Like it was a different time. The, the idea that you shouldn't get high fives for doing your job is so wildly ingrained in me. And I don't love it. I got to tell you, as a parent, I don't love it. As a leader, I don't, I don't hate it. <laughs> to be honest, like sometimes I think I might like, I might scoot into the Gen X world a little bit more. Like very often I'm kind of like, nah, yeah, it's just your job. You probably should do that. And I don't want to like, you know, celebrate people doing the thing they're supposed to do. However, uh, I am realizing, and, and I do think that there is something about being grateful that people put in the kind of work they do and thankful for the actual work itself. Now, I do think there's a difference, right? Being grateful for a team assembly, uh, being grateful for shared purpose, being grateful for just, I don't know, like, a you know, a shared North Star is really meaningful. And then being, and then being thankful for individual contribution and what people bring to the team beyond what they're expected to. And specifically, I think working in a remote or not always together environment uh, the locker room construct is so much more important. And what I mean by that is uh, sometimes if you're a sports fan, if you're not a sports ball fan, I apologize for the reference, but a good locker room person is somebody who like you want around. They're good for the team, right? And at a professional level, when you hear like, oh, they're a great locker room guy uh, or a great locker room gal, like that doesn't mean they're not good. Like, you can't play in the NBA. There's only 11 guys on a roster. Like, you can't play in the NBA and not be good. They're all very good. But you can be good and then also be a locker room person. And I think that's really interesting. That's a thing that I, I wish we paid more attention to. And that's where I think sort of having an out loud, grateful, and thankful practice where, you know, and it doesn't have to be in public all the time, but pulling someone aside and being like, hey, I'm really thankful that like you're dope and you make people have a good time here, right? I'm really grateful that you took the extra time this week to get this thing done. 
and using those words, even if the expectation was set that that was likely the thing that was going to happen, I think saying those things out loud matters. And I think it matters specifically more as you move down in generations. And I hope this isn't a sweeping generalization, but you know, as a millennial, I definitely think we require it more than Gen X does, like by a by a lot. Um, and I think Gen Z exhibits it even more, like positive affirmation and and hearing that you are not just doing what you're supposed to do, but that the way you do it is meaningful and how you do it is good. Like, I do think those things matter. The other thing that I think the, the tech industry would benefit from, and I try very hard to make these evergreen and not have them be time sensitive to topics, but just so happens this week, this whole open AI, I don't even know what to call it. Is it a fiasco? Is it a debacle? I'm not sure. It's it's one of those two things. There's too many potential curse words for me to try to put those two words together. So whatever it is, I wish that, that the organizations in particular and the space that we occupy, specifically in the digital realm, where we are most of us or many of us are venture capital funded and have like wild access to each other and funds and all this stuff. I wish there was a more of a grateful and less thinking it was deserved feeling to the things that we build and how we approach building them and how we approach talking about them and releasing them. I wish that we were a little more thankful for our users and that we were more thankful that we occupy a space in a country where we have the freedom to experiment and explore the way that we do. And I feel like we could message that more. The, the hubris with which a lot of technology is built uh, is borderline infuriating. And it almost feels sometimes when you get like these big releases from some of these organizations that they're almost like saying you're welcome and not thank you. And I got to tell you, that sucks. Like as a consumer, that sucks. As someone that builds products, that sucks. Like it's not a good look and it's not a good feeling. And I really would love for us to take a step back and remember that everything we build is in service of somebody else and that we should be really thankful that they exist and are willing to hang with us as we get it right. Because I don't know how many like product releases you guys have been around for, but like they rarely go off great. <laughs> they usually are like, all right, to begin with. And then they sort of figure it out, right? And like, I'm grateful that we have that runway and I'm really thankful for the users that are cool about it and work with you and not against you and don't hold it against you. So that feels like things that maybe we should be focused on. So I encourage everyone to have a grateful and thankful practice. Like I got to tell you just selfishly and personally, it's meant a lot to me, specifically either starting or ending your day with it. I, it feels really good. Like ending my day with making sure that I find the moments that day that I was grateful and thankful for really makes, so I don't sleep well. And like, it makes me sleep better. Uh, it's a really nice way to put sort of a period at the end of your day. As a, as a leader of an organization, as a product person in general, 
like, you know, just as a, as a business person, as somebody who just works, whatever your job is, it actually doesn't matter what your job is. I would also encourage you to like, remember grateful and thankful throughout the day and moments. Um, it's something that this is like a little bit that I have where I think everybody in the United States should have to work in the service industry for at least six months. And part of the reason is because you you really do learn how to be grateful for the rest of your team. You learn how to be thankful for the patrons, even if they're the worst, because some of them can be the worst. Uh, I also think that it's like, you know, it's it's very similar to sports. Like you're kind of relying on front of the house and the back of the house having to work together. Communication becomes really, really important. All of those things, you become really grateful for when it works well. You become really thankful for the people around you, both like working with you and that you're actually servicing. Um, I also think everybody should have to work in the service industry so that they're not um, absolute assholes to people in the service industry because it's such a hard job. But with that, I would like to end it with with this, which is I'm really thankful for you. This is an experiment. It's an experiment that I'm like incredibly proud of to this point. Uh, I've really, really loved doing the podcast. The book was terrifying because I had to deal with some of my own bullshit around do I deserve to be heard? Is anything that I say interesting? Does my opinion matter? Like I had a lot of that nonsense that I sort of had to like deal with on my own. Uh, but since then, I'm just like incredibly thankful that like so many of you have taken the time, like thousands of people have listened to this, which is absolutely gnarly. Um, and I'm just like super, super thankful for the people. I'm thankful for Nick for being willing to be the first one. I'm thankful for Calvin for taking time and, and like really, really diving in. I'm thankful for Ryan, uh, who is just so much fun and like just really being like super willing to share. I'm super thankful for Walt who had to take time out of a wild schedule to get time in. I don't know if you guys saw Walt just had a really sick commercial actually, uh, this week with kid and play. I hope you guys all checked it out. Uh, I'm super thankful for Aaron for being vulnerable and being so kind and gracious. I'm thankful for Tom for just being my friend and being so much fun and making me think, uh, I'm thankful for Jason for how much he is really changed the way that I think about like the my life and just moments. And I'm super grateful for for Julian and thankful for him for taking his time and and saying like just like being a, a person that like I don't know anything about like what he does or how it's done well and being so eloquent and making it simple and approachable. And I'm so thankful for some of these that are coming up because I think you're going to really enjoy them. Um, and I'm so thankful for you. I'm so thankful that you give me any of your time. That's incredible. I hope everyone has a wonderful Thanksgiving, whatever that looks like in your world. And I hope that this is fun. And I continue to ask for feedback. If you think it's not fun, if it could be better, if you've got ideas, I'm here. I want this to be meaningful. It means so much to me, but I want it to mean just as much to you. So thanks. See you next week.